Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, my friends, to tonight's very special Relax, Let Go, and Be Good Charles show. Tonight, understanding, loving, and standing up for our transhumans. Transgender and LGBTQA humans are under attack here in the U.S. as well as around the world. And tonight, myself and our co-host, Adam Bodie, invite you to come on a journey of deeper awareness, understanding, and true love for our transgender humans. They need us now more than ever. We need each other now more than ever. Let's let the music play us in. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Relax, Let Go, and Be With Charles show. And tonight we're doing a very special show together, understanding, loving, and standing up for our transhumans. And we did a show back before Thanksgiving that was about our transgender and gender-neutral humans, something that you could share with friends and family. And I thought that was a really good show. But a lot of things have been happening. A lot of good information was shared, I should say. Uh, but a lot of things have been happening in our world, and in, in, in our world, friends. And when we're mind, body, and spirit, when we're about love and light, when we're about celebrating our differences and our uniqueness, then we're about standing up not just for ourselves, not just for our friends and family or the people that we understand or relate to the best, if only they count. No, you, we understand and we're in this place where we know that if you love everybody, you love everybody. And all of us are human. I've, I've spoken about before in, in some of our most recent, recent shows, when we talked about now is the time to be you. And we talked about love and forgiveness and change for your world and allowing healing and discovery about all of who you are, and then celebrating that because that's who your soul came down to 
They came down into this body. They came down into this lifetime. They came down with the experiences that that soul was going to experience. And it's true, if we haven't experienced something, the only way that we learn about it, the only way that we grow in our understanding and our awareness is to reach out to those that might challenge us, might be having an experience that we can't completely relate to as it applies to our lives or our mind or our body. Maybe something that we haven't experienced, and there can be many different ways that we experience that mentally and physically. And when it comes to transgender, what's happening out there in our country, the United States, and as well as in countries around the world, some are moving a little bit more forward. Australia is doing great when it comes to transgender, but they've needed the transgender youth themselves stood up to their Congress and stood up to their people and said, you know what, you need to change this. And that's what's begun to happen here is we made a lot of progress in accepting people. First, we had to get over accepting people based on their color or their race. Then we had to, we had to understand that was okay. And not everybody, I'm not speaking to everyone out there, I know that, but as a world, as a country, and it's still a struggle, it's still out there big time where people are against people because of their race, because of their religion, because of their sexuality, because of their gender. And what's happened is here we've seen some of the most horrific scenes that I ever thought I'd see happen. And most recently with the transgender, the first transgender member of the State House of Representatives in Montana, and they have a bill being passed that's going to restrict the help that transgender youth and transgender adults need in their lives. And that person stands up and says, if you pass this law, taking away the support, taking away the medicine that these people need, you are going to have blood on your hands. And they censored her and, and removed her from even being present in America. Stunning. And I don't care what your beliefs are. There's a difference between, and even beliefs, my friends, change when you welcome awareness. A few years back, we had a well-known head of the theology department in Harvard. He was the pastor for the second inauguration of Ronald Reagan. He ended up being, at least once, being noted as pastor and, and spiritual leader of the year. And he wrote the book, The Good Book, and in the book, The Good Book, he and the Harvard Theology Department went, dived into all these different things from the treatment of women, the treatment of African-Americans, the treatment of gay and lesbian, bisexual people. And it was through his works that many of the churches today now accept, not just accept, but welcome LGBT people into their congregation, into their ministry, into their spiritual being, because we're all God's children. And yet I hear in the in the words in the in the words and energy and hate that is being spewed by those that are coming out in hate and judgment and I have seen in things that I've been doing to prepare for this show and, and I always try to stay up on what's happening so that I can help my clients that are working through that either they're transgender or they have transgender children or family members. 
and I'm seeing religious leaders stand up there and say trans isn't even real or trans is just the devil or I mean just ridiculous hateful things that are not true and when you hear those sorts of things you're either you either sit back and let it happen or when you're a spiritual person when you're a mind body spirit person you step up and say no no that's not okay it's not okay because you don't understand something to tell people it doesn't exist or it's not real or worse that it's somehow you know that's unfortunately and again those that lean on the far right as you know if you listen to the show i describe myself as a christian buddhist druid because as i've grown to understand the world and the universe and my spiritual experience my awareness made me experience things in a way that i thought you know what it's bigger than that and i'm sorry that there's times that i can now feel embarrassed to say the christian part because I shouldn't have to. If you live by the, by the true spirit of Christ and what Christ and Christ consciousness is all about, it's about love. It's about loving each other. Christ spent his time on earth condemning those who use judgment and fear to control populations, to make people feel like they were bad if they had a, that a child with a physical or mental challenge in their life and that was God punishing you if you got some sort of disease that was God punishing you you'd pay all this money you'd sacrifice all these things you do all these things and he said nope it's not right we got to stop it and one of the things and during these times that I hang on to more than anything else <laughs> when things seem so rough and and I hear Christ and God and religion used to judge people to push people down, to literally kill people. Because there have been many, many youths, kids, that kill themselves because they're gay or lesbian or bisexual or transgender, and they are forced into such a corner of looking down on themselves and feeling bad about themselves and feeling like they're broken that they kill themselves. Not a joke, not a little, it's big numbers. And we've seen it go up. And we were beginning to see those numbers come down. We were beginning to see the more support that we gave. And I'm lucky I've worked with a lot of people spiritually and religiously in my hometown here. Well, (laughs) my hometown for over 30 years. And even very conservative pastors, even very conservative bishops. Who knew? And they got a hold of me and they said, Charles, I have prayed over this person. This person has prayed. We figured out that God made him this way. And we're the ones that are wrong for telling them that they're bad because they're who God created them to be. And so they would send many pastors of very conservative churches and bishops of very conservative churches, some churches that have now welcomed that same youth. And I saw many churches around the town individually inviting their LGBT members to be part of their congregation, even if it wasn't part of their bigger congregation's belief systems. But in many cases, it's changed. But I I felt blessed and grateful to be in a space where I could have these people reaching out to me, knowing that they had to do it secretly 
and yet knowing these kids needed help. So they'd send them to me so I could send them to PFLAG and Odyssey, some of our youth groups. And before we get into tonight deeply, and I'm going to be bringing Adam on in a moment, he has shared much of his life and his story, and he's with us tonight as well. I want to give out two things. If you're out there listening, and you're LGBT, or, or you're, regardless of how you've been put down and how you've been assaulted and how you've been made to feel like you're less than or you're the problem for the whole world, and you've got a lot, and you've got, you're thinking suicide, or you're thinking that you're in a place where maybe you're getting some abuse mentally, physically, spiritually, sexually, because of who you are. I want you to know two things right now, and we'll mention them again during the show as well. 988-247, you can call 988 when you're in crisis, when you're feeling suicidal, when you just need someone to talk to, 988-988, nationwide here in the USA. If you're listening from around the world, you may have to Google what's for you. What is available internationally is also the trevorproject.org, trevorproject.org. TrevorProject.org. They can talk to you by text. They can have a phone conversation with you, and they can have a live chat. And they're there, too, if you're in crisis. And I encourage people that are listening, Trevor Project has done a lot for LGBT youth, for youth that are might be being punished or physically abused in their homes because of who they are. Um, they offer spaces places for safe places for you to be so please reach out to trevorproject.org and if and if you've got some extra prosperity or dollars and you want to help out someone that's out there helping those that need it the most trevorproject.org for you too if you want to help there's ways to help there's we need each other we need each other right now more than we ever have before in the assault that we're seeing happening, not just to trans, but we're going to focus on that tonight, but to trans, and it's already bleeding over in many states into gay and lesbian people as well, and what they're allowed and what they're not allowed, and if they're allowed anything. And if you're in certain states, you can't even say the word, and they're trying to make that through 12th grade. I mean, things, things are under attack right now, and we can't remain silent. We can't say, oh... That's too bad, but I guess it doesn't really affect me that much. So, you know, hope they turn out okay. That's not what we need. We need advocates. The LGBTQA, right? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning, or genderqueer. And the A, as it's come over the years, can be an ally. Someone that you're, you know, you're a heterosexual, but you also want to see everyone being treated the same and everyone's talents and inspirations coming to life and everyone stood up for it because therefore by the grace of God go I and that's it my friends you can't go down any slippery slopes <laughs> if, if, if you can discriminate against Jewish people then you can discriminate against Christians if you can discriminate against Muslims then you can discriminate against Buddhists you can discriminate against pagans or non-religious people if you can discriminate against women, then you can discriminate against anyone. If you can discriminate against someone based on their sexuality or their gender, every single one of us has something that makes us unique. Every single one of us has a part of us 
that doesn't fit the puzzle of somebody else's mind completely. And if we let any part of ourselves and our humanity, any one of our humans, whether it's their skin color, their religion, or their gender, or their sexuality, or their religion, if we let any one of our humans be discriminated against, less than, hurt, killed. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening to our LGBTQ people in every country, some worse than others. In no place are they truly safe. In every place are they under assault. Something's happening here and we need to stand up and be heard and and tonight the other part we're going to do and i'm bringing adam on are you there adam yes i'm here <laughs> uh, adam is adam Bodie is co-hosting with us tonight adam's been on the show he was you notice adam that i went from guest host to co-host like you've moved up right. the ranks <laughs> and you've shared some things that about your own life and your own journey. And we both talked yeah. about this. We both talked about what happened in Montana, but not just Montana, what's happening across the United States in many different states where they're beginning to outlaw any sort of help for youth. And we're going to talk about why that's important tonight. Any, any sort of help for youth. And even the opposite, if you, if you are a parent, and you have a transgender child and you try to get them the help and, and get them the support that they need, in some states, you can have that child taken away from you. Ridiculous. Yeah, wow. And you know, Adam, from your journey and the people that you know, how important the process is and the medicine, and that's, we, that's what it is, medicine, <laughs> that yeah. is needed for those that are transgender and the process that is a transgender individual that you work through both, you know, I know for more your transition did come as an adult. That was probably your time period in the, <laughs> as well as where you were, but you also know as, as well as I do many friends that sought that help earlier their parents' support. I know parents right now. I tried to reach out to some for tonight's show, and I will have them on a future show. Some parents that have children that are trans, that they recognized it early, that they supported that journey. And as part of that journey, you get counseling. You get support through the different groups. And, and for you, Adam, and we've talked about it before, but you – you talked about that you've known your whole life that you were trans. Yeah. You didn't maybe know the word, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I just kind of knew. Uh, um, I didn't really have a label for it. I just kind of knew how I felt different. And uh, and I started my transition, actually, uh, when I was 18, um, but it got, like, put on hold, and then and went back to it and then I finally got my chest surgery and so I mean I've been through 
quite a transition. Well, and for, I know that for a lot of people, and I hear it from some, that in talking about this and coming into this, that they'll say, well, but don't you think because we're talking about it, because it's out there now, that there's more people that are feeling that they're transgender or that people, you know, like the kids, you know, kids can you become confused. And the answer is no. I mean, yes and no. Yes, maybe it allows the conversation. You know, I know some parents that have said that their kids have gone through kind of on the both the sexuality and the gender side, and then they get to feel that out. And it, But if you're not, you're not. You're not. Right. And I think that's one thing that people don't understand. Because I know you, Adam, and we're friends, and I've gotten to know you, that doesn't, you haven't made me trans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. There's no part that I can understand. I can have empathy. I can, I can understand the need for support and the the need for the some of the medical things to happen for you for you to be fully who you are, mind and body and spirit. And I think there's an important part of that that people don't understand. It when you are transgender, I have come to know and believe, and I've talked about it before on the show that through my own studies of theology and sacred geometry that I believe that how the soul and the body can attach in different ways. But also the other research now bears out and has for a number of years that individuals that are transgender, their brain chemistry is different. They literally exhibit more of the brain of the gender they identify with as opposed to the gender they physically are, if that makes sense. I think it does. <laughs> Would you say that? Right. You know? And that's not something you can catch. That's not something that no. because you know about it, you're suddenly going to be different. The same, is, you know, the same is true when it comes to sexuality, except that I also believe when it comes to sexuality itself, much like the Kinsey scale, that, that there are many people... There are very few totally straight and very totally great gay people. There's there's blurred lines for a lot of people in different circumstances, and that's another reason not to uh, stereotype anyone as this or that, because it just doesn't fit. Everyone's an individual. But there is a difference, and I think for people that don't fully understand it, sexuality, how you express yourself sexually, what sexually is exciting for you, that's one thing. Gender is another, and there's a reason why, and I, for a number of at least a few decades now, if not more, <laughs> depending on what part of the world you were in, that there has been what they've now deemed gender dysphoria, which is just a way of saying transgender. Your mind and your soul don't match the body that you're in. For the people that think this is somehow new, like this just came out in the 90s or something, or, you know, like, no, and I've had those conversations with people. It's been around for thousands upon thousands of years. In many Eastern and Native, Native being all over the continents, Native people saw people that were transgender as being very special. Only a master spirit would come. Many times they were the shamans or the healers. 
And in Native American, and we've talked about it, we had it, there's been some major talk about it here because of all the Native tribes we have around us and the things I've learned. They call it two spirits. Your two spirits, your twin spirit, when you come in and you're transgender. No, this isn't new. <laughs> it's not new. It probably goes back as far as humanity, and we know humanity now goes back two, three, maybe even half a million years. So it's not new. What is what was becoming new, I don't know if we can call it new now, what was becoming new is a true reaching out and, and, the, and, and certain people on the other side would call it a tolerance. I'll be tolerant of this. To me, that's, I guess that's a step above hateful, but tolerant is not quite the same as loving, quite the same as understanding. And so for you, Adam, as you went through this journey what were some of the struggles and and we've talked about before being trans and autistic came with its own combination Um, and then even when we did our show back in Thanksgiving we had someone in our chat room at the time we don't have the chat room open at the moment not just because of that person but that were like well maybe autism causes trans and I'm like oh my gosh you didn't just say that like how did nope you know why? Because not every autistic person is trans and not every trans person is autistic. Again, stop right. linking things in <laughs> that don't belong or make right. any sense. <laughs> so for you, what were some of the struggles that you went through when you started to realize something's not quite right? I don't. Well, um, I guess... Like, I kind of knew I wanted to move forward with transitioning when I was, like, 18. And when you were even younger, and when did things start? Like, when did you think, when I did started you have a realization? My, yeah, go ahead. Well, I guess my realization was probably around 15 um, when I started to realize things about me were a little bit uh, different than the normal or whatever, but... Uh, and did you I feel at that just, time I want to be like I'm a guy? Mm-hmm. I mean... So did you start dressing and... I, I've i always dressed in boys' clothes, like, ever since I was a kid. So, like, I just never really noticed that there was a difference between me and boys until, like, probably second grade when I started to realize... Well, we're a little different, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I just I always identified. Yeah, I just always identified as male, and so um, it really came to my awareness when I was about seventeen, and I was like, "Well, I'm actually going to move forward with my transition." And then at eighteen, I got on hormones, and uh, I felt pretty good about myself ever since. Like. Um, like I feel, yeah, (laughs) like I feel like I match more of who I am now than I did then. And that's something I think I've shared on the show before too, is that every single transgender person that I know, male to female and female to male, when the hormones start, they're like, wow, this, things are beginning to feel right. 
And that, that right. ties into the part about the brain, part about the brain and the brain chemistry being a certain way. That goes back into the sacred geometry part that says, you know, it, that a, a soul, if it's a, and this is in the theories, but a, you know, a soul is, is a tetrahedron with points and valleys. And if it's a male life, it, a point, it's attaches at a point. If it's a female life, at a valley. If gay or bisexual, the connection can be loose. If transgender, the connection is inverted. Not by mistake. And I think that's the other thing to realize. Not this isn't some sort of mistaken genetic mutation from a soul's point of view, from a mind, body, spirit point of view. That's where long before any of the religions that exist in our understanding today and for all my pagan and, and earth worshiping friends. Okay. Some of yours go back further, but you also don't have the same issues as some of the others do at making judgments about things that, Previously, for thousands of years, was noted that, wow, if you came in as your, tw- your twin spirit, if you are transgender, then you are coming into this life to experience something that the rest of us couldn't imagine, and yet you're doing it, and you're, by doing so and being who you are, you are also empowering the rest of us to be who we are. And showing us that, hey, here's another way of experiencing being human. Here's another way of experiencing being in the universe as it exists. Because that's the other thing I tell a lot of people. When you get into the soul level and you start going through dimensions, male and female is a, is a third-dimensional earth thing. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily exist in the same ways that we sense and feel it here on all the other dimensions. It just doesn't. And so for you, when you started, and so you said when you you were, so probably about the time puberty hit is basically when you were like, okay, really, I feel different. <laughs> and, yes, um, and then that, was that a journey? I think that had a lot. I think that had a lot to do with it, to be honest, because like uh, when I hit puberty, I started to notice, you know, like I was uh, becoming more of a woman and so like it really uh, like didn't feel good for me like to go through that like the puberty part and everything and uh, for me like just getting on the hormones and uh, being able to like be my true self like has helped me immensely uh, grow in many ways, especially spiritually. No, and, and you've uh, talked openly. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> you've talked openly about things before. When you were going through the struggles, and probably, honestly, a combination of the trans and trying to figure that out and also going through some, you know, uh, your family came around in really good ways and certain parts of your family were very supportive. Some took a little bit longer, but then just seeing what was happening in society, seeing how it was being talked about. When I was growing up, it it wasn't, well, yeah, it it had an impact on me for sure. Um, Like I didn't really notice many people talking about trans when I was growing up. Uh, But like, 
because I never knew anybody in high school or anything like that that was trans. But I just knew that I that's how I felt, and uh, it just really made a difference for me to go through with my transition, and it's been amazing. Now, before your transition, and when you were struggling, were there moments that you felt suicidal? Yes, um, I many times. I mean, it really affects you, like the gender dysphoria and stuff. Like, without the medication and the medical help for being transgender, you know, it really fucks with your mind, and you're kind of like, um, kind of feel hopeless and and upset and sad because you can't get the help you need and stuff. And so you know that you you had to fight through that. Yeah. And, and you talked about it. Go ahead. Yeah, basically after, like, I got on the hormones and I did my uh, top surgery and everything, like, I've pretty much, uh, like, gotten out of that suicidal space in my mind, like, because I've been in that space before where, like, it's just, like, uh, if I can't have it, like, be, uh, if I can't be myself, then, you know, like, be uh, suicidal over it. But, right, because I mean, you're... Not, right, because it's uh, not as accepted by everyone as I would like it to be, and, um, and I feel like... Uh, that in my own journey, I struggled with the depression part a lot because of the dysphoria, because I hated the way my body looked compared to how I feel on the inside. Right. And so uh, when I started to do more and more of my transitioning, uh, it's just really improved uh, all of those things. Like, I I don't get sad about, uh, like, not being completely... Uh, male or whatever, but right. When you see things like what's been happening, we'll start with the U.S. When you see th- when you see things that have been happening in some of these states where they're beginning I to pass laws, how does when you see that as a trans person, what does that do? I mean, I, I, I know um, you're pretty good about not taking on stuff that's not yours, and but does that does that cause some fear? Have you found yourself? Do you find uh, yourself I, being even verbally attacked more than, say, a few years ago, or or do you fear that because of the types of things that you're seeing happen? Um, because of the types of things I'm seeing, like on the news and with everything going on in the trans community. I feel like it's brought a lot more fear into me, like, because people are, like, out there dying and, like, people are murdering people and all kinds of stuff is going on against trans people. And it it is scary because I'm afraid sometimes, like, what if somebody looked at me and then uh, thought I was, like, a, thought I was uh, a guy or something and then they 
found out I was trans or if they they'd attack me or something. Right. So that's just see, an increased fear because of what's then, going I'm, on. And you're in a good state. We're here in Washington State. There's a lot of rights. Even here, there's been the attempt to try to pass some things. They just haven't passed. Um, right. it's, they've been there. I was surprised to find that out when I was doing some research that even our state has had some bills proposed to do certain things and take certain uh, really rights away. Like if you, you know, and for these states that are, they're starting off saying, well, you can't treat anyone under the age of 18. And I can see why in ignorance there might be some thoughts about that, but having seen families and that have uh, children that are trans and they realize it from the time they're four or five or six years old and knowing that once that's been identified and it's, and it's conclusive, then the best thing you can do is start some of the treatments when they're younger so that the transition is that much easier as they get older. Um, there's reasons to wait for the surgery until adulthood anyway, but there are things that can be done like hormone blockers, things like that, uh, and the proper hormones earlier, which was starting to happen. And on a medical model, forget the spiritual model that everyone's beautiful and everyone deserves to exist. The medical model was the earlier that we can treat this, the less suicides, the less, uh, problems that can come later from transition and and the earlier they can start feeling good about themselves and this you know there's been so much misinformation out there about and, and just that's the bad thing about the internet and the bad thing about anybody being able to say anything is that you have you know in in this past election cycle for congress there were congress people and people running for even governors that were perpetrating lies about, oh, these children's hospitals are gathering homeless kids and turning them all trans, when, that, okay, that's not a thing, okay? You can't turn someone into a trans person. <laughs> that's the first thing to know. You can't, no more, and, and if you have no, if you're struggling and you're listening and you're like, Charles, I'm trying to get it, but I can't quite get it. If you're not trans, if you're in your body and you are comfortable with your body the way it is, is that because someone made, you know, turned you into a cisgendered person or did you know you were cisgendered? The same is true for someone that's transgendered. Did you know, have you always known that you are heterosexual and you're attracted to the opposite sex and that's where your attraction and your love in a physical mind, body, spirit way comes from, or did, or did you have to learn that? Did someone have to tell you? And then you're like, Oh yeah, that's what I am. Or did you know? And if the answer is, and for 99% of the people, the answer is I knew then allow that that can be the same for someone that's experiencing their mind and body differently than you. And that seems easy enough. But the problem is because of what's happening, and we were talking before the show about, yes, there are more trans people killed every year, and often they are murdered just because of it. And I was telling you, Adam, before the show that in preparation and coming to the show, one of the things I noticed, even last night I was going through and looking at different types of show, and I saw, oh, 
here's a show about a two-spirit native person who was singled out and killed and, and, and what it was just ridiculous. It was basically these two dudes that were visiting this town during their, uh, and this was in, I think Texas, but in the South. Anyway, they were visiting this place because they were having this yearly fair and festival and carnival thing that they do. And he was known as Fred. Fred went there. He was there with friends. He wasn't feeling too well. He decided to go home. Going home, he felt a little bit better. He went over to some friend's house, and he they were having a party and had some fun there. And then he was walking home, and these two dudes that were visiting from another town said, hey, do you need a ride? Because it was raining outside, starting to rain, and they saw that, that this this individual needed a ride. And he got in, and they stopped and got some food, and then they there was a little bit of conversation that went on between the and they dropped dropped him off, and the one friend, the two friends had come into town. The one friend was tired and went ahead and passed out. The other friend said, I'm going to go get us some weed. <laughs> and so he said, okay. That friend come back covered in blood. And it would later turn out that that other passenger in the car had figured out that Fred was two spirits and then went out and sought him out and killed him. And later said, wow. tried to say that this person attacked him and all this, but no one bought it. It didn't fit. It wasn't that. <laughs> like, it was like, no, that's not what happened. And why did you even go back to that person? You didn't even know this person. You just saw where you dropped him off and, and then you went back and found him and said, hey, come hang out, and killed him because he made you feel uncomfortable, and that's what it came down to. Maybe I didn't know how to take it. Well, here's a way to take it. Don't kill him, (laughs) right? That shouldn't be so hard. But yet, we've seen it over and over and over again. And, And we've talked about this country. We know that we have listeners around the world. And there are some countries, and like I said, from what I can see, Australia has come a long way. New Zealand, we got a lot of listeners there. You all have come a long way. Some of the European countries that are, let's just let everybody be who they are and encourage them. We all win. We all win when everybody wins. We all lose when anybody loses. We shouldn't, you know, there's things we're supposed to figure out about history that we always says history repeats itself. Let's stop it right here. We don't have to go any further. We all win when we all win. We all lose if anybody loses. If we could stick to that simple truth, then what's needed is for the allies out there. If you hear friends and family making jokes, uh, if you hear a friend or family that goes further than a joke, if you have somebody that has that belief that, quote, unquote, trans humans don't exist or trans people are are out to make everybody trans. Or trans people are less than. They don't deserve. We as allies, we as individuals, we as beings of love and life have to stand up and say, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let's talk about this. Why do you believe that? Let me tell you what I know. 
let me let me bring you to the, listen to one of our shows and talk about it. And certainly if it rises to the place, if someone hates or fears, because it's both, someone that's different than them, to, this, to the degree that they would kill somebody, that they would take somebody's life just because. And we're seeing that here in our country and around the world, and not just because of LGBT for many different things, just because you're Jewish, just because you're African-American, just because you're an immigrant of come from wherever, it doesn't matter. And when we, when we allow it to be in one way, it stretches to all of us. And I want to mention again the 988. If you're in crisis, if you're feeling suicidal, if you're in a place, and that's the thing. For a lot of, it's true about LGBT kids as well, but it's very true about trans kids, that many trans kids aren't loved at home aren't accepted, are beaten and sometimes even killed by parents or siblings because of who they are. That's where the Trevor Project comes in. So if you're out there and you're listening to this show and you are trans and you are in this position where you are being hurt or you're being abused or you're being in fear for yourself, Reach out to the Trevor Project. Reach out to 988. There is help out there. I know so many times, and that's one thing I wanted to talk about too, Adam, is, and, and I didn't know this. We've been working together, and then you shared it, and then I remembered it. But it, there was a time that you and a friend that you were with at the time came to PFLAG. Yeah. When you were, when you were escaping some abuse and some bad things yeah. happening. And I didn't remember to talk about it, but you're like, you were there, Charles. You, were, you know, this was, that was during the time I was co-chairing PFLAG. So I want to tell people, and then we were able to find someone for you guys, for you to be with and be safe for a bit, get things going in a better direction, get away from the abuse. So there are PFLAG around the world now. They exist. They start in the United States. I know they go everywhere now. So look for that, too. Now, I know that there's countries and some rather large countries around the world, from some of those in the Middle East to some in Asia, including countries like Russia, that if you're transgender, it's okay to hurt you in some way. Or you can live in countries that if you're transgender or LGBT, for that matter, you can literally be killed by the government for being who you are. So this is, you know, it's a scary time all the way around. And if you live in one of those countries where it's very scary for you, I encourage you to reach out to PFLAG or reach out to the Trevor Project and find how they can help you. There are one of the things I've been seeing and studying lately, too, is that the the number of secret, like it it was back in the day, for African-Americans here in the secret train where they would bring people through. There are organizations and groups, international groups that are helping to rescue people out of countries where they can't be who they are. And some of that's changed over time. You know, I've seen some stories and some people sharing their journeys that have gone into countries where they first 
when they first went there, it was very open. And now they've had to leave because it's become very dangerous and they can be arrested and all these other things. And, and the thing is, we're not, we have to stand up for it here and around the world. But if our own country, we're seeing our own country, about 50% of our country slide the opposite direction. We're at a scary point. And it's even more important that people like you, Adam, share your stories and that people know that if you're in a situation where you need help and you need to get out of where you're at or where you're at is very dangerous for you because of the fact that you're trans, reach out to that 988, reach out to the Trevor Project. Send us an email at Relax, Let Go Be, but if you're in, if you're in peril and you need help right now, reach out to Trevor Project or 988. They're there 24-7. And if you're listening tonight and you're an ally, Think about the ways that you can reach out and be there. You can also join PFLAG, your local PFLAG. You can also reach out to places like the Trevor Project and ask to volunteer. I know people here in my own hometown through PFLAG and through Odyssey, which is our LGBT youth organization here in town, have been able to, I know people that provide their home, (laughs) literally, have their homes open for kids that are being kicked out. And the biggest thing, and that's the, when I talked recently to, to one of my friends who for about a decade now, since her kids left home, she was always kind of a hub house. Kids that were having problems at home could come crash at her house. And now she's, uh, her kids are all grown and out and she keeps three or four, can cab up to three or four kids. And, and, and for the last four or five years, all those kids that have needed a place to be, have needed a place to get away from abuse were trans. And being abused by a brother or sister or, you know, fill in the blank. Um, and in preparation for tonight's show, I went on and was watching shows and news programs that were focusing on what's happening in some of these states. And what's happening is people are piling in as fast as they can to get appointments and to get their hormones. And in some cases, depending on the state and what's allowed to get extra so they'll have them, to find out where they go when they can no longer go in their state. Do they have to move then? Do they have to cross state lines? What happens if they cross the state lines? And in some places, they're starting to make laws that way as well. So that not only can you not get help here, but if you live in this state and you go somewhere and you get help, not just can you be held accountable, your doctor can be held accountable. If you're a minor, your parents can be held accountable. And it's, we need people to stand up and we need people to say, you know what, even if you're not trans, even if you don't have trans people in your life, you can still say, you know what, they're, they're another human. And just like Jesus said, what you do to the least of me. And I'm not saying that trans people are the least. I'm saying they're the they're the current one being treated like the least. <laughs> no one is the least. We're all equal. But as long as we pick someone and make them the least, for whatever reason we do that, those are the individuals that if you're in love and light, if you're in mind, body, spirit, those are the individuals that you should be rallying behind and giving love to and allowing yourself to learn more if that's what you need to do. If you don't quite understand, if you don't quite get it, if it 
If you need some awareness, then reach out. That's another reason to go to PFLAP. That's another reason to go places like Trevor Project and read what they have. But go to PFLAP. I know many allies that showed up at PFLAP just because they wanted to learn more and they wanted to find out if there were ways that they could help and they wanted to understand more. That's what they're there for. Let yourself think, because I'm not this, it doesn't matter. If anyone loses, we all lose. If we all win, we all win. <laughs> what are some more that you, is there more that you wanted to share, Adam? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> we covered what you were going to cover. And the biggest part for you, and you, you've made it a, a point, not just on our show, but in other works that you do, of telling people, you would not have to say, that you're trans, you would not have to say that you're autistic, but you do because you want people to know you want to be all who you are so that other people uh, can be all who they are. Yes, absolutely. The goal with uh, speaking out for these things and and against uh, certain things, you know, is basically just to raise awareness so that people can be provided the education that they need to understand uh, people from different, uh, I guess, backgrounds. And, different experiences. Uh, just, yes, and different experiences, yes. <laughs> so, like, um, for me, like, I just, like, always, like, had that bone in my body that just said, well, I, one day I'm going to help people do something big. And it was just something about me that like, it's what I do. Like, that's like, I love to help people and I love to um, speak out and talk about like the more serious issues that are going on in uh, the world. And the whole point of, uh, speaking out is to raise awareness and uh, basically uh, help others know that they're not alone and uh, know that they, you know, like have people out there that can relate. And um, so like with all of the pieces of like my story, like I want to raise awareness towards all of who I am and, and really uh, advocate for those people that uh, are struggling with similar struggles to my own, um, but uh, helping them kind of get through it uh, by being a voice. Yes, and, and, and being able to show that even though there were definitely times you were suicidal, even though there were times that you may have had some addictions, some other things that you went through that were all tied in. That's the other thing people need to understand is that LGBT youth are far more likely to be suicidal or depressed, far more likely to to, uh, become addicted to drugs or alcohol, and far more likely to have, quote-unquote, risky behavior or decisions all based on how they're treated or how they perceive themselves. Right. In a world that challenges who they are instead of supports who they are. Absolutely. And so when that 
representative in Montana turned to the fellow representatives and said, if you pass this, you'll have blood on their hands. And that's what she was, you know, because she was grandstanding or overstating or being right. sarcastic. And then when she came back and had a choice to apologize and said, I do not apologize because what I said is true. And I think that right. is, the, is the core thing that anyone listening needs to understand. Maybe you don't understand transgender. Maybe from your particular religion or understanding or current awareness, you're not even sure where that is in the scope of God, even though give yourself a moment to say, God created each of us. And regardless of how you might sense or feel at the core, if you're a religious person or you're a Christian person, or you're just a spiritual person of the planet, you have to realize anything that is having children kill themselves or children and people get killed isn't okay. That shouldn't be a hard one. That should be pretty darn easy. (laughs) We don't want children hurting or killing themselves. We don't want people killing our children for any reason. Period. And if you wouldn't withhold if you if a, if a child had cancer and you wouldn't and you would and you wouldn't say well nope I can't treat that child or a child had cerebral palsy and you hope you wouldn't treat that child and I'm not saying that being trans is but in the sense of medically medicine what helps you feel better what helps you feel mentally and physically stable and strong and confident and 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 self-loving that's medicine for you. And if you wouldn't withhold medicine from any other child for any other reason, then you should have no right to withhold it from a trans child. And I want to be clear because of the way that sounded. I'm not, I'm saying it's, it is a, it is a medical and diagnosable thing that can be helped and it can be helped very easily. Unlike some of the other things that people might suffer from, but you have to treat one and all the same, period. And that shouldn't be so hard, but in our world today, that's seeming really hard. And tonight, the biggest thing listening, and I know a lot of people do listen, and on a night like tonight, we're not in part because of my allergies and my throat still coming back, Uh, but we didn't plan to do a meditation or anything tonight. What I would like for you to do tonight, my friends, is educate yourself. We've started the ball rolling. Go to places like trevorproject.org. Go to places like PeaceWack. Allow yourself to not just get to know, but become involved in your community in ways that you can help. There's multiple ways that you can volunteer and help. We have to stand up for each other. And right now, in this country and around the world, our trans humans are being treated like the least of these. And that's already bleeding over into LGB people. It's already bleeding over into gender. I shouldn't say bleeding over in some countries and parts of the world. Gender and LGBT has always been a problem as well. It's time to stand up. And the only way things change is if the allies stand up. If the cisgendered men and women stand up and say, you know what, 
I'm cisgendered, and for those who don't know what that means, it means your, your mind, body, and spirit match the body you're in, and you're happy with the body you're in. It fits for you. You do not, you're not transgender. All of us need to stand up for each other, for all of our children, for all of our grandchildren, for all of our brothers and sisters. This is easy, not hard, but if we allow ourselves to be lulled into silence or afraid if we speak up what other people might think, no, they need to hear. When you hear someone, that's the best thing, and I used to talk about it with gay and lesbian people too, and with different races and immigrants and different genders, if someone's making fun of, if someone's putting someone down, if someone's saying real hateful things or things that just aren't true, yes, it is up to us to stand up. It is up to us to say this is wrong. It is up to us to stand up for people like that representative in Montana and say, we're with you. And I was so touched, although I was so discouraged about what I saw happen in the state house, I was very encouraged by the many Montanans I know that are loving, supportive, beautiful people. I've been to the P-Flag. We've had a P-Flag regional conference in Montana a few years back uh, when I was co-chair of P-Flag. I know there's many beautiful people there. And when I saw all the people that were that lined up and were outside that Capitol building, rallying in support of that transgender member and and and, and agreeing with her that this law shouldn't pass, that made me feel good. <laughs> that made me go, okay, see, there's good people everywhere. We need to stand up. We need to be counted. We need to be heard. We need to something. If we're passive, we let these other voices win. We let these other voices of hate and discrimination set the tone. And they've had their time. It's time we take it back. Wouldn't you agree, Adam? (laughs) Yes, I completely agree. (laughs) Time we take it back for our trans friends, for all of our friends. Well, Adam, I think we've had a great show. Adam's information, by the way, Adam has a website and a uh, Facebook page with Art, Diamond Artwork Collective. That is in our description of the show, as well as your Instagrams. And if people are interested in your art, and that's what we should do. I should take a picture of the one that we have now that, that that I'm putting up in the office and share that. Uh, on Facebook yeah. too, but you need to see Adam's art. Adam's art comes from a very spiritual place and a very healing place. His art was his healing, and you can support his art. And he also works. The reason the whole collective is that you you want to see your art and your talents bringing goodness to you and goodness to nonprofits that need it. Right? Yes, and and also just like to people in general, like if it helps people, that's my whole mission so I mean that's what really matters to me is helping others and uh, really uh, being a voice for the people that are like me you know yes well thank you for being part of it tonight Adam and we will certainly have you you know we're going to be doing many shows together this year but I, I appreciate you coming and telling your story and putting yourself out there. 
I also, if people do have questions, ask you to be respectful. And you can send your questions to relaxthatgobe at gmail.com or reach out to Adam. But if you do so, be respectful. And so far, except for a couple chatters <laughs> on one of our shows, people really have been very respectful, and I appreciate that. Yeah. We're gonna, again, if you're having some issues or you just want to know more, we each are challenged to stand up for what makes us each unique, beautiful, and individually who we are. Let's do it, my friend. Reach out to PFLAG. Reach out to the Trevor Project. If you're going through some rough times in your life right now, whether you're LGBT or not, if you're going through some rough times, if you're struggling, if you're feeling yourself in crisis, call 988. They're there 24-7 to help, and they also can connect you to resources. My friends, please share this show with people that you think could benefit from hearing it, could learn or become more aware from healing it, hearing it, and find the way that you can stand up. It's time for us to stand up and be counted. And I can say, as a Christian, Buddhist, Druid, mind, body, spirit, human, and facilitator, I stand up for my trans, friends and family. I've worked with many over the years and have been blessed to discover all the different types of beautiful individuals that they are and how much having the treatment and having the support that they need brings them happiness, balance, and confidence in their life to be all of who they are. And my friends, I stand to be counted. And if that's, and if that's a challenge for you, I would wish for you that you allow yourself to go to PFLAG, to go to the Trevor Project, to make yourself, allow yourself to be more aware and more educated so that you can join us in standing up for our transhumans. Thank you, Adam. Yes. <laughs> I'll let you, let Adam go for now. And my friends, we're going to let the music play us out. Think about what you've heard today. And think about the Allow yourself to have a moment of meditation or a moment of spiritual connection where you ask for some awareness, you ask for some clarity. If there's friends or family or community around you that you can reach out to, reach out. If you live in one of those countries or parts of the world where it's very dangerous, parts of any country or world at the moment, that's very dangerous for, the, for trans people or any persons or people that are being made less than, what are the ways that you can stand up? What are the ways that you can truly be part of the solution, part of the inspiration, part of the support that those individuals who are currently deemed at the bottom, currently deemed exposable, currently attacked, and let's stand up for each other. Let's stand up for anyone, for any reason that is being made to feel less than and help all of us. We win or lose together, my friends. So if we support and love and bring inspiration and strength to those who need it, to those that are currently being pushed and shoved and made to feel less than, we all win. If we let any part of our humanity be made to feel less than or expendable or not count, 
or not be real. We all lose. That's the battle we're in. That's the point that we're at. That's the decision that each of us has to make both individually and collectively. Are we going to stand up for each other? Are we going to love each other? Are we going to win together? I think we can. I love you, my friends. We'll be with you on Friday night for a very special Friday night spiritual night when Jesus calls me home. I'm going to be talking about many of the things that I've learned and experienced in my life about what are, why are we here? What is our lifetimes about? When we leave this life, what is it that we'll look back, look back on and what is it that really matters? When Jesus calls me home this Friday night spiritual night. Good night, my friends. I love you. Love each other. 